The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Sounds like an '80s ballad song, doesn't it? All, all we need is a it was is a little Kenny G uh, flute, and it would be perfect. Right, like maybe a mall singer who's trying to change uh, direction mid career, something I, like I that. I feel like this I is the end of an episode of Miami Vice where the bad guy has been bested, and they're they're sailing <laughs> away in the boat that had the contraband, and they're sailing back to port. And we yeah, yeah, right. God, we're old. Welcome back to Make You All Daily, presented by BetMGM, Ed Egras, and J-Rod here with you. Okay, so throughout the week, Joe, Aaron, me, Paul, Jake, I don't know, our animals, our pets, whomever, we're all going to share our uh, our portfolios when it comes to NFL futures, week one bets, things like that. So stay with us throughout the week for that. But J-Rod, you are here this is your time to shine. Let's go ahead and start with some week one plays in the NFL season you really like. Well, I, I, you know, I, I'm not a homer, even though I live in Miami, but the game that I'm, I'm looking forward to see is that Dolphins-Charger game. Uh, it's, it's a late start. It's the 4 o'clock game uh, for everyone. And, and first of all, I love that it's a Kevin Harlan game. So you know good things are going to happen in that game. So that immediately puts me in a good mood. I love the over 51. I think we're going to see a lot of points uh, in that game. I think it's Herbert and Tua. The uh, the Dolphins' defense is banged up, so you, you know Herbert is going to carve them up, especially that secondary. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, considering it's the Chargers and their historicals, I like Miami's offense and Tua in that game. Curious to see how the Dolphins recover 
only because last year Miami went to uh, SoFi, played the Chargers, and got worked. So it'll be interesting to see if they adjust and how each team plays off of that game last year. But I like over 41 in that game. Um, we talked about it with P.J., the Niners, and the Steelers. I love the play of under 41. You've got two great defenses out there in the Niners and, uh, you know, and the uh, Steelers, uh, you know, Bosa and, 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 and Watt. I, I think points are going to be at a premium. We don't know if Brock Purdy is going to be, you know, back to Brock Purdy sort of form. So I like the under 41 in that game. Uh, the Hello Friends game, the Jim Nance game, is Eagles-Patriots. Uh, and I'm surprised it's only four and a half. I know it's the Eagles laying four and a half on the road. I think they're easily a touchdown favorite in that game. Um, another game that's curious to me is Packers-Bears. The Jordan Love era begins for Green Bay. It's pretty much a pick em. The Packers getting a point on the road. I like Green Bay in that game as well. And the Cowboys going to the Meadowlands, uh, Jet Life Stadium, if you, if you, if you watch Hard Knocks. Uh, they're playing the Giants, though. I like the, I like the Cowboys laying three and a half in that game on the road. I want to circle back to Dolphins Chargers. I, I know we talked about uh, the Dolphins extensively in, our previous, in one of our previous segments, but I've made this point before when it comes to LAC, and I think it's an important one here and one that certainly confirms this idea of taking the over. So Justin Herbert, one of the biggest knocks against the Chargers offense last season was how often Herbert resorted to shorter throws. And I'm talking about throws that did not travel at least 10 air yards. In terms of his proportion of passes that were short or behind the line of scrimmage, it was one of the larger proportions among qualified quarterbacks in the NFL last season. And here's someone with a rocket arm. He can sling it deep. We know he's more than mm -hmm. capable of running an offense beyond 20 air yards. And we didn't see it very much a season ago. Now, part of it was certainly injuries to key skill position players. I get that. But it shouldn't have been that lopsided. And it doesn't have to be overwhelming either. You don't need to be in, say, the Marcus Mariota territory from last year where you're either running the ball or using play action to throw at 30 air yards. Like, you don't need to be at that level. But I am curious with new offensive coordinator Kellen Moore if this is something that is talked about where we want a more vertical offense. And if the Chargers ultimately get that, then I think that means a couple of things. Number one, I think the offense will ultimately be more effective, but it could also mean that Herbert is forced to throw into more tight windows. And if that's the case, yeah, his interception total might go up. But that's not the worst thing in the world if you more than compensate for that with touchdowns and key chunk plays in high leverage situations. So I wonder if, say, the Dolphins' defense looks a little bit better than what our expectations might be. And if that's the case, then definitely Miami will get some short fields in this contest that can score touchdowns there, and it will ultimately lead to a higher-scoring game. The Chargers may still win it. Justin Herbert may have a fantastic outing, but maybe there are a couple of turnovers where Miami gets some benefits as far as short fields are concerned. Yeah, and then remember, the, 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 the Dolphins' secondary is banged up, so you almost are forced to have to go down the field and be more vertical and attack those soft spots on the Dolphins' defense to see if they can have made the adjustments and if these guys they have out there can actually make these plays and, and break up passes or get interceptions. But I think you made a great point, and I think for the, for the Chargers, 
they have to be more vertical. I mean, remember, they're building a team to try to best the Kansas City Chiefs. And if you're going to get into a shootout with the Chiefs in terms of points, you've got to be able to be vertical. You've got to be able to move the ball down the field at big, huge chunk plays because short little games, you're going to eat up too much clock and you're never going to be able to get into a a score for score kind of game with Kansas City. So you're almost building the team. Yes, you want to win week one. Yes, you want to win these games. But long term, you got to be better than the Chiefs. And, and to, do, to do that, you've got to be high octane and be able to have that vertical game. Got to increase the variance just a little bit more and not place things so conservatively because you're just not going to beat the Chiefs that way. What what they have with Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, you're exactly right. It, it's just too much of a juggernaut right now. You got to take a few more risks. And if that just doesn't happen, then you're going to be mired in, say, another 10-win record, maybe, you know, 9, 11, something like that. And then you run the risk of getting squeezed out of a wild card spot because the AFC is just oh so challenging. So I definitely and this could think be this could be a make or break it year for, for the Chargers head coach. I mean this 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 is yeah. to me this is he is squarely on the hot seat. I mean if if they come up short again, I think it's curtains. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. How about some futures that stand out to you, J Rod? Well, I'm just kind of, you know, going over some things. I love the Steelers to make the playoffs plus 125. Um, I think, I think they are, I think we saw some things. We saw the development of Kenny Pickett. They finished so strong at the end of last year to get Tomlin over the hump and not have a losing season. You know, I, I, I think they're better than the Browns. You know, I think clearly the Ravens and the Bengals, they're the, they're the class of that division, and I think they're going to slug it out to see who's one and two. I think they're both getting in. But I think Pittsburgh could easily win nine or ten games with that defense and a developing Kenny Pickett. So I love them to make the playoffs at plus 125. I like Green Bay over seven and a half wins. Shoot, I, I wouldn't even be against throwing some pizza money and have them win the division. I mean, we're asking a lot of the Lions. And what have we always said? If I haven't seen it before, I'm not going to bet it. That's, that's, that's what I've always said. And I love Dan Campbell. I love what he's got going, the culture. He's turning it around. But until I see it, I don't believe it. And why not? You're getting crazy value with the Packers to win the division. And I, I think they're going to soar over seven and a half wins. Uh, I like Tua over 38, 50 and a half passing yards. If he can stay vertical, I think he will go vertical. So I love that. Um, and I kind of like... Odell Beckham Jr. I was kind of looking around. The receiving yards are 575 and a half. I'm not quite tempted to take the over. He hasn't had that since 2019. But over five and a half touchdowns, uh, over four and a half touchdowns at plus 130, short situations, Lamar, short little passes. I kind of like OBJ over four and a half touchdowns at plus money. The health is going to be a big concern for me as far as uh, Odell Beckham is concerned. And, you know, new offensive coordinator uh, in Todd Munkin out there with Baltimore, I'll be curious uh, how many mouths are there to feed. Because I do agree that the wide receivers will be utilized a lot more this upcoming season. And it's not going to be all about relying on Mark Andrews and the ground game and all of that. They want to utilize those wide receivers a good bit more. That's why they have a new offensive coordinator out there. So definitely that will be interesting, but 
what that ultimately looks like, uh, that is volatile. But you you found the plus money bet. I think that's good. So there there is something to be said for that. Um, as far as uh, Tua going over, I know I keep going back to the Dolphins. I don't mean to. It just it, it's a curious one. I wonder what yeah, you they're... think as far as this idea that when it comes to quarterback passing yards over the last few seasons, a lot of those guys have been going under the number. And when it comes to Tua. Health is a, a really important concern, as you brought up before. But also, too, is it something where they want to, you know, deal with shorter passes with Tua? Maybe the ground game is emphasized just a little bit more. Is it something where, generally speaking, you tend to like unders, but Tua can be different? Or is it not necessarily a trend that you care about and Tua is going over the number? I generally like unders, like Aaron Rodgers, for example, is 39.50 and a half. I like the under in that one, okay? But I like the over in Tua. Why? Well, you got Tyreek Hill and you got Jalen Waddle. Yak, yards after catch. In other words, Tua can throw the ball 30 yards. Let's, 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 you know, let's forget about the rumor that he can't. He can throw the ball deep. But with Waddle and with, and with Hill, you, th- you make a, an eight, nine-yard pass, they – can turn that into a 25, 30-yard gain. So it looks like a 30-yard pass because of the yak. I mean, the one thing people don't forget, uh, people forget is that when his last year, Tyreek Hill's last year in Kansas City, he got so much yards after the catch that really it looked like Mahomes was, was throwing 40-yard passes all the time, and he really wasn't. Mahomes led the league, Tyreek Hill's last year in Kansas City, in short passes. And I think that's the same situation you have now in Miami, where he, even though he can, he doesn't have to throw 25-yard passes anymore because the cheetah will get him those 25 yards just by throwing the ball over the middle for six, seven yards. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center 
anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. That was something I repeated many, many times in other situations when it came to evaluating Mahomes, that he never had the highest average depth of target. Like, it was usually around middle of the pack, maybe even a little bit worse than that. It was just yards after catch. And and also, too, he's targeting Travis Kelsey a lot, and he's just such a reliable pass-catching tight end that you don't need to be throwing it deep every single time. But that is a different situation to me than, say, what Justin Herbert is undergoing, where he was throwing it short a little too often, and they need that offense to be a good bit more vertical. Mahomes, Mm -hmm. you know, it's as close to perfect as you're going to get there. And then you get to this Dolphins offense, it is possible that we could see some shorter throws, but I do think when it comes to Mike McDaniel, ultimately the goal is that intermediate third of the field, you know, 10 to 20 air yards between the numbers. That's the area that he wants to control and play design is all about making sure that his hotshot receivers are available at that part of the field. And they're able to make some plays after the catch. And they want to, uh, to release the ball quickly. They don't want him scrambling. They don't want him sitting in that pocket. He can scramble. He, he, they just don't want him to get hit. And granted, it's a lot to ask for, but I think with Waddle and with Hill, the ability to get open, get open quickly, short little five, six-yard passes that turn into 15, 20-yard gains is ideal because it, it, it serves two masters. It gets Tua getting the ball quickly, and it gets these guys doing what they do best in Hill and Waddle, and that's getting yards after the catch. Do you have a Super Bowl prediction? Super Bowl prediction? Wow, I saw one today that really was interesting. I saw I saw one that said Eagles-Dolphins, which is interesting mm. to me, interesting to me with the Eagles beating the Dolphins in Vegas. Um, I, I, I don't see anybody that could challenge Philadelphia, I think, a healthy San Francisco, if it all you know goes into play, that defense does its thing. Brock Purdy, because remember, Brock Purdy was an injury away from possibly taking the 49ers to the Super Bowl. So I, I think it's the Eagles, the 49ers, and I think everybody else, and everybody else is including the, the, the Cowboys. The AFC, you got Buffalo. Their, their window is closing. I think they're going to be in, interesting as well. Uh, you know, Kansas City, it's gosh, it's, Kansas City is kind of like Derek Jeter to me. Until I, I saw him walk off the field, not a champion, it's hard to bet against them. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we got a rematch, but I'm going to go, I'm going to go Eagles, Ravens with the Eagles finally getting over the hump. Okay. 
Okay, that's not a bad one. That's not a bad one. If it is Eagles-Dolphins, though, those are two fan bases I'm really afraid of in Vegas. I, I, oh I don't know God. if I like that combination. Can you imagine? I mean, fits right into the Miami crowd. No last call, no windows, no clocks. Perfect. It's, I'll tell you what, I love Vegas. No one goes to Vegas more than me, but I am staying clear of that town Super Bowl week. No, thank you. I am remote only. Woo, buddy. <laughs> I will still go, but... I I will protect myself. Maybe I'll hire you as a bodyguard or something. I, I will be a little. I'll be, I'll be like that, that's yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, courage. It's good. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, a Labor Day edition of Let's Go or Hell No, right here on the BetQL Network.